0: Hello to all our podcast listeners. Just a note before we start this podcast, we recorded this podcast on Tuesday the 22nd of August. Since then, on Friday the 25th of August, we've had a reply from the Honourable Rita Safiotti from the Department of Transport. We will seek further clarification on her reply and fill you in in our next podcast, Episode 12. Thanks for listening.
1: gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front
2: bumper. We, uh, in the south, we refer to it as the Gap Band. Well, I think, you know, Formula One is for grown-ups.
1: Talk and Power, your motoring and motorsport
0: podcast. Welcome to episode 11, everyone, of the Talk and Power podcast. I'm here with
3: Simon Gonzo Travolli. Thanks for joining us, Simon. Thanks, Nick. And uh, as you, those of you that watch the videos, would know, we're not. In the hoon capital of the world anymore?
0: No, no, no. You've uh, kindly hosted this podcast at your workshop. I reckon this is probably the first podcast that's been hosted three foot away from a top door slammer. It probably is. It yep. probably is. <laughs> If you're watching this on the video, even if you're listening, trust me, we are literally two foot away from a top door slam.
1: You
3: know, we should get it going and do a podcast from inside the top door slam. That'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome.
3: <laughs> Maybe we should do a podcast while it's going down the track. Yeah, that be that that would be cool. Anyway, that'd I don't cool. know. I don't know if it's going to be a top door slam. I think the TD is going. It's going to be double A gas on there. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. I You've just spoken ca- about that a bit. No, oh, I want to do it. I wanna yeah. do a double A gas automatic.
0: Yeah,
3: okay. Yep. I think it's a soft class and someone needs to go and destroy it. Yeah, okay. Anyway, anyway, speaking of Falcons. Yes. What did you think of the uh the incident between uh Scotty McLaughlin and uh his Kiwi buddy there? Uh a lot was said about it
0: um straight after. Um Personally, I didn't like what Shane did, uh, but I understand what he was doing to to gain an advantage. I think Scott was a little uh, bit hot-headed, and um, I don't know. Listen,
3: right? If I was going down the straight, especially just <laughs> before a restart, right, and someone starts rubbing door handles with me, yep. You know, I me personally, the whole thing could have been avoided yep. if if race control had a cold. Van Gisbergen in straight away for a penalty mm. because I and mean, that's just ridiculous he's provoking an attack and then when yep. he got spun out mm. right Scotty cops it yeah you know yeah. and you know everyone's talking about the fallout and how the other cars got tangled up well you know we've seen this before with the, the that incident uh oh, I forget where it was now in Tasmania or somewhere where yeah, it, Tasmania, there was a big yeah. pile up there yeah. You know, if you get tangled up in something because you, you need uh, to go to Specsavers, mm. well, you know, go to Specsavers, because...
0: Yeah. yeah. Now I understand that. The other thing I didn't like about it was the trial by media.
3: Now... Oh, as- Nick, Nick, that was just bullshit. Yep. You know, since when did uh, Scaife and uh, Ingle become, uh, uh, you know, race control? Like, who really gives a shit about their opinion, and why should they have any influence on the outcome? It's, well, uh, I want to read their comments because I don't want
0: people to think we're we're making this up. Now, I wasn't able to get the the sh- the, vid- the sound clips. It was uh, Spox, Fox Sports, sorry. Fox Sports host Jessica Yates asked both Scaife and Ingall if they felt the penalty was fair. So this was Mark Scaife's response to that. I don't think so, because he finished 10th and Van Gisbergen finished 15th. So based on causing the incident, he finished ahead of the guy he spun. So it doesn't fit the crime. I've got so many people saying I'm biased towards Red Bull and Shane Van Gisbergen. But there is absolutely no way that it is fair.
3: This is the same was in the Nissan team years ago when... When uh, who was it called called the Australian public a pack of assholes? Yeah, Jimmy Richards. Jimmy Richards. That's right. Now, it Mark, was his, it was his teammate, wasn't it? It was. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 Now, Mark, if you're getting a lot of feedback from fans saying that you're biased towards Red Bull and Shane van Gisbergen, perhaps you are. Maybe a little bit. Just just a little bit. <laughs> The following day, the problem I have with all this that Scotty was given a 15 second penalty for that incident on the day, on yep. a Saturday. Yep. The day after, they extended that penalty um, and he ended up finishing at 21st for the it's race. It's bullshit. It is. It is it,
3: absolute bullshit.
0: And it was trial by media. I'm sorry, I'll, I, that's the way I see it. As, as a West Coast Eagles fan, we are always criticised for having an influence over the umpire at home games two three
3: goals I think this is the same vein I I just don't understand like you know it it's unfair to say that he was the cause of it because Mm. he was provoked yeah right if anything you know yeah you could say he was hot headed etc you know whatever but the way I see it is he acted in self defence yep your Honour, he was acting in self defence, and he should go, go free. He should go free. It's as simple as that. He shouldn't have apologised either. Was oh look, I, I reckon that uh, tricky Dicky, tricky Dicky uh, Johnson there, uh, you know, made him do it. Just Ro- did, you know, to save face. Roger won't have a
0: bar at that. I'm telling you now.
3: Oh well, I hope you know. Anyway, it is what it is. Uh, To me, it ruined... I mean, I hardly ever watched the V8s and I thought Mm -hmm. the rest of the race was actually pretty good. But um, that incident was just... Anyway, the,
0: sat- yeah. the Saturday results that turned out to be... Fabian managed to get to the front. Uh, Chase Mostert came second. Jamie Whincup in third. With a smashed car that he admitted later that he couldn't see out of. But, hey, race control didn't ask him to come no. in. No, they didn't. But, but we're there, you know, anyway, I don't
3: want to... <laughs> they didn't. I'm wearing my Probably anti- had more downforce, <laughs> too, <laughs> yeah. with the shape of that bonnet. <laughs> I'm wearing my anti-888 hat <laughs> tonight. I,
0: I will admit it, and, and I'll, I'll be open about that. But when people say the fans... Criticise me for being uh, biased towards Triple Eight. I don't know, Mark. Maybe there's a reason for that.
3: <laughs> anyway, it's brought the championship uh, a lot closer now with only uh, eight points. Yeah, eight points separating eight points. That's second. right.
0: Yeah, uh, Scotty didn't have the the, the best day on. Wow, well, look. I mean, we are criticising him. He finished fourth, but him and Van Gisbergen at the end of Sunday's race we were in a real toe to toe battle. Uh, Fabian managed to get past Van Gisbergen, but he'd re- Jamie had really gapped them because clearly Shane was holding them up and had a, a weaker strategy. Uh, Fabian managed to get around Shane but the damage had been done Jamie had set off into the sunset and Scotty I mean he was really battling with Shane and uh, just couldn't get around him he was lucky to hold on to fourth to be honest because Chaz was coming on like a steam train so I don't know it's it's it has opened up the championship but it wasn't the way we wanted to see it and now we are heading to the Enduros where you know you throw in um, you know co-drivers that aren't as experienced I don't know, it's um, it's going to be an interesting season to say the least so the next race is actually the Sandown 500 one of the interesting things i found, well, I, in my opinion the Nissan Ultima's have baked up a couple of rear tyres and if you look at that rear wing of theirs it's a substantial amount further out than the Falcons and Commodores, I don't know if they need to look at that it's putting too much load on their rear tyres but they've had consecutive rear tyre failures and on the weekend they had another one basically destroyed Rick Kelly's race and, and half of the, the back end of his car.
3: That's tragic. Anyway, moving on. The, uh... <laughs> they un- unveiled the super utes. I'm not sure the word super should be associated with these things. Maybe the trader utes. <laughs> what are they? Are they are they meant to be a crossover, Nick?
0: Do, that... you know my, do you know what my <laughs> mum says? My mum always says, Nick, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm kind of obligated to give my opinion are here. Are they
3: like the soccer dad of Brute U series? Is that what they are? Look,
0: <laughs> uh, some dear friends of mine drive these sorts of cars as Yeah, but they're trainees. Yeah, they're, they're trainees. they're grano that's workers right. They're grano and workers. Carpenters. They're builders, and, and, and then you know what? And I shouldn't mock them or those cars because we all go fishing at the end of the year and we have a great time in them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but that's what they're for. Uh, look, we've got a Mitsubishi around. Triton and yeah. I've been trying to get my head around this because the thing sits like a four-wheel drive, Yeah, right? It would be the worst possible platform to build some sort of vehicle that has to go around corners. Now, I don't know. Where are they going with this? Where are they going with this? I didn't like it at all. I did not like it at all. I
0: don't understand it. Uh, it's, it's literally a Triton Ute. They only had one out on the track. Craig Dantas was driving it. Let's listen to what he had to say here.
3: What is the new East Coast Bulls-Buy Super Ute like to drive?
2: Um, it's, it's pretty damn good. Um, look, I, I uh, obviously only a small time in the car, but there's a lots of potential to unlocking one of these big bad boys. Totally different to what you're
3: used to driving in the Utes. Talk through the brakes in particular, because there's a lot of work there.
2: Yeah, look, it's it's more like a supercar. So we run a pedal box, no booster, so my little legs are got to push as hard as I can on the brake pedal, but, um, it's more like a race car in the braking side of it, whereas the old youth, uh, you just breathe on the brake and you can lock a wheel.
3: Incredibly technical suspension package on these cars as well. How did that feel handling-wise? Yeah,
2: handling-wise, good turn. A um, little bit stiff in the rear, so it's like a, a little bit like a golf buggy or or something. But. Um The biggest thing I was impressed with is it's a complete new driving style. So with the turbo, um, you're pulling gears where you should be changing down on an old ute, and it's going to achieve its power completely differently. Low revs, high torque, so where you're probably in second, you're in third, and where you're in third, you're in fourth and vice versa. So I think the guys who get their heads around them really fast will be at the front of the field. So for me, it's exciting. I'm an old dog, so something new, I think you can teach an old dog some new tricks and we can have some fun. The punters, I think they'll uh, come to the fences and watch these things. So they think they're bad, and I reckon we'll
3: make it ugly too. Look, the first question I've got, Nick, is what was that crap that I playing in the background of that?
0: Well, the music fed in earlier. They were driving the car around the track, and they had to put the music in oh. over the engine
3: because there was nothing you saw. Okay, about so, that. so they, how are they like a V eight supercar? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I no, mean,
0: no, they got a pedal box. They got a pedal box. Look, I mean, Craig's not going to come out and bag it, obviously, and Craig's obviously doing the right thing by the sport, but seriously, this is not exciting. I this noticed
3: is... he said it was turbocharged. Is yeah. it a diesel? <laughs> <laughs> is it? There... Yes. <laughs>
0: anyway, look, I don't want to. I don't want to bag it, but this is this is the sort of sport that belongs at Wakefield Park on a on a Sunday afternoon. Not 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 for the top. Maybe
3: tier. maybe what they need to do is jack the suspension, mm. put some jumps on the track, and uh, take a page out of the uh, <laughs> <laughs> out of the. Uh, well, you, you think Robbie Gordon won't be coming back anytime soon? <laughs> Maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to get my head around how a turbo diesel Triton... At least I bought the petrol version, yeah. you know. Turbo diesel Triton is some sort of performance vehicle. Mm. Oh, it's got a pedal box. Yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> they got rid of the booster. Right. Anyway. but moving. They're trying to make it sound like... These are somehow better than the old V8 Holden and V8 Ford. Well,
0: they're not. (laughs) That's
3: that's the sad reality.
0: So, like I said, I don't want to bag Craig Dantas, but this is not for the Tier 1 motorsport of Australia.
3: So, do you think that they've deliberately tried to make them look like trophy trucks with the tyres hanging out and the four-wheel drive-ish type tyres?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that's part of the appeal of that vehicle for even like the tradies as we know it they like to put the big tires on them and whatnot but i don't know it doesn't have a fit on a racetrack. track
3: mm, anyway so i
0: can't see it flourishing
3: to anyway be that's just my view anyway so we'll talk about some real race cars now yeah, nhra
0: ladies day <laughs> at nhra it was really good to see actually the the ladies come to the fore in top fuel and nitro funny cars. have well. they got
3: quotas all right, what do you suggest? You know, the, like the Labour Party. What, what, what Sorry, are hang su- on. Hang what do you suggest? Oh, no, no, it's all right. We can take the piss out of Labour. We can't take the piss out of Liberals. No, we, that's... we shouldn't be doing that. Either. <laughs> well, you know, they got quotas now. You know, like you can go for a job now and not get it because you're male.
0: Yeah. Don't, well, I hope that's not the case here. But no, no? Leah laid down uh, an absolutely, in qualifying, she ran a
3: 364
0: at 330 mile an hour. Wow.
3: Um, now she she is in the uh, the Don Schumacher team. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah? yeah. and, and Alexey.
0: Oh, Alexis, that was that was um, that was a really close race as well yeah,
3: against yeah. Tommy Johnson Jr. And Tommy Johnson is in the Schumacher team. That's yeah? correct. Yep, yeah, 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 and Alexis with uh, the um, D- Coletta, uh, what, Coletta, Coletta team. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Connie yep, Coletta. Yeah, that's it. Getting back to Leah Pritchard, let's
0: just have a look at her record run here.
3: Are we going to have a look at it, or are we just going to listen to it?
0: On the video, you'll be, you'll be able to see it. If you're listening on the podcast, you will only hear it.
1: Nice. Nice. Oh, 364, the quickest run in the history of the sport for Leah Pritchett. The Papa John's car just made history just like Robert Hyde did in Funny Car quickest run in the history of the sport new national record 3.640 2.92 seconds 298 miles an hour at the eighth
3: wow that's incredible 2.98 that's 298 mile an hour at the eighth mile yeah that's incredible that is
0: unbelievable yeah it was it looked fast too on the video um Robert Height, not to be outdone. He actually is the first man, or oh woman for that matter, to go into the 70s in a funny car. Uh, let's just have a listen to that. how that one panned out.
1: That's looking pretty good. Oh, there it is. 379. That's history. Robert Height goes 3.7. 9, 3 338 miles an hour where no man has gone before and Matt Hagen goes 3.807 at 336 and it's like he was in the way
3: Well, you know, this this sort of tells me the
0: conditions must have been good. I've actually been to that track. In 3 I went to Brandord and um, it's sort of low altitude. It's um it's actually surrounded by I think there's a thousand lakes in yeah. in the vicinity. So it's a low altitude. Uh, this time of the year, it's quite warm, a um,
3: little bit humid, but um, everything must have been there. the conditions must have been there. Yeah. Like the yeah. Been there. yeah. Um, but that's incredible. 370, you know, 338 mile an hour. I yeah. remember it wasn't that long ago they were trying to slow these things down. <laughs> well, <laughs> this
0: was always going to happen. Th- well, was, the, they yeah, were trying
3: yeah. to stop them running 300 mile an hour at yeah. the quarter. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And now they're going 338 Three, at the thousand foot. That's incredible. That yeah. is just unbelievable. Well, that, it's good to see the Force team out there, uh, you know, back in the record books. Now, is it true that uh, uh, the, the well, I guess, crew chief God is, is back with them now? Austin Coyle.
0: I, I saw Austin Coyle on a video not that long ago. He um, He looks old. He's aged like me <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, no, I just heard a rumour I heard a yeah, rumour okay. that he was heading yeah. back he'd, he'd been doing some nostalgia stuff yep um, so uh, yeah but I mean look but, you know it's great to see him back at the pointy end
0: can I tell you a story I actually lined up against John Force and Austin Coyle this is this is no word of a lie. I lined up next to him at a set of lights in Branderd back in 2003 <laughs> when I was coming home from the racetrack. I am not kidding you. They were at the lights. Right opposite me. What were they in? What were they, they driving? They were in a high car too. What, what was opposite? it? Was it a van? No, no, no. It's actually a four-door um, sedan of some description. I was in the same. I was in a, a Chrysler Intrepid, they called them. Yeah, yeah. kind of cool, but yeah, and they were in a four-door. I can't remember exactly what it was.
3: So you were like the Don Schumacher <laughs> yeah. of this story. <laughs> and I was like trying to get their they were, attention. They were in a Ford, obviously. Yeah, they were yeah, in a Ford. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a Ford. Yeah. But, um, so it was a classic Chrysler versus <laughs>
0: Ford battle. I never forget that. And I said... <laughs> You know what, no matter what I do, in I probably never will race, but I could always say that I raced against, <laughs> lined up against, sorry, <laughs> up. Austin Coyle and John Force. There did you go. Did you beat them? Yeah, I did actually, but I, <laughs> Austin was actually driving, it wasn't John.
3: <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, so onto a subject that we uh, we always like to talk about, the outlaw Armageddon.
0: Yes, Outlaw Armageddon was running one, um,
3: Birdman. We- Nick, before we before mm-hmm. we go into who won and and what happened, mm-hmm. Kai Kelly and all that, uh, was there actually any fast races there? Look, you know, was there the likes of Stevie Fast no. or or any of the radial crew or nope? So it was just the Street Outlaws. Yeah, well, it's Street Outlaws crew
0: plus some other street known races and no, no prep races, um, uh, no prep where they prep the track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah, we, we we won't go down that rabbit hole. But no, it, there <laughs> was know, no can, certified.
3: I've seen the track at Quinana, right? Worse than a no prep track. <laughs> but um,
0: in answer to your question. Look, I mean, say what you want to say. In the Midwest and those sort of regions of the United States, these guys, these street outlaws, no-prep racers, have a bigger following than NHRA and the radial guys do.
3: So, whether it's... Oh, Nick, that's bullshit. they got a following because of, of uh, Discovery. Yeah, and social media too. And, and Yeah, but those, yeah. prior to that... They were just a bunch of schmucks. And really, when you look at the busted-ass cars they've got... Yeah. You know? Uh, to me, my favourite is when they... I think it's the Chicago race that they never showed... Where the good old... Blown car... Yep. <laughs> destroys them. Yeah. yeah. Um yep. The reality is... You know... Given that type of racing condition... If you... Got the likes of Stevie Fast... Or guys that mm. are good you know that can get a handle on it I mean you know listen you gotta say at the end of the day the cream always rises to the top yeah John Zapier right sorry to get off subject first PDRA race mm. where did he qualify Nick third third first PDRA yep. race yeah right the cream is always gonna rise to the top mm. you, you get him and put him up against these guys and it'd be nothing but taillights lights. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But So that's why I can't take him seriously, you know, especially Big Chief. The only thing big about him is his mouth. Well, getting back
0: to Big Chief, it was interesting. He got uh, beaten by the swamp thing. That's one of my favourite cars, that thing. It's a station wagon, Chevy Nova station wagon, nitrous. Let's check that race out right here. <laughs> So the the video is going the video is going to make a lot more sense but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Big Chiefs uh, he gets out of it glad gets you got really squirrely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Swamp thing gets a bit squirrely as well, but I always like seeing the, the Swamp thing win, especially against uh, OKC. So that was really
3: great. So so uh, you've got here Liz Moosey Is that like some relation to pat moosey his daughter really absolutely drop dead gorgeous and in a turbo car
0: no 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 she's nitrous big time now she's dating our friend kai kelly oh rightio yeah yeah so she had some really interesting comments on turbo cars Turbo. Turbo she didn't say, she didn't <laughs> use those words, but let me be honest with you, I think she has much the same thought as you do. Let's have a listen.
2: Lizzie, what do you think about going turbo? Seriously asking me that question? Yeah. First
0: off, not in a million years. Second off, I think they're sandbagging you know what. <laughs> it's easy. You got. Boost, easy to freaking go fast with those things. You come out, door and top end, and here they come flying
2: by you out of nowhere.
1: What about the scramble button? get oh,
2: me started on that. You're in a run, and all of a sudden, oh,
1: I'm getting that run. Here's the
2: sissy button. Here we go. Scramble button. All right, see ya. <laughs> Who does that? I think nitrous, or, you know, you really got to tune, you got to have that happy medium tune up, but you really got to work on your car then. But I don't know about turbo. I think that's a little easy way to beat people that way. So, so turbos, what you're saying is you can't do I don't deal. like turbos. I don't. can't do. You can't do. I can't do. I just can't. I just can't. Nitrous all the way.
3: Nitrous all the way. Yeah, she's saying that because she hasn't driven a blown car yet.
0: <laughs> Look, Lizzie um, rose to fame probably a few years ago in ADRL. She had a pretty bad accident actually um, but she's now you know she's done a few PDRA and ADRL events uh, she's going out with Kai Kelly um, I think she needs to be promoted in a, in a better way um, up there with the, the likes of Leah Pritchard. if we're trying to get people to the sport uh, she's the way to go
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was about racing at some point. I didn't know we we were having a beauty contest or uh <laughs> I'm just, you know if, if that was if, the case, then they should let us go back to the old uniforms of the eighties and nineties <laughs> with the reverse gears getting out there in g strings and
0: what yeah. oh, you, <laughs> you say no fair enough, fair enough. it should be on the merits as well, but I think she brings a lot of um a lot of people that we probably wouldn't be interested in the sport into the sport because of. And, and her marketing appeal.
3: They, you know, I've said this before, obviously you can make more power with them because mm. you don't have to turn the belt. Yeah. You know, you yeah. haven't got that great big windbag with the two giant, you know, <laughs> egg yeah. beaters inside it that you've got to spin. But um, they just never seem to be able to get that first half. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, they use the three-speed transmissions and the lower first gear and low boost and the thing that shits me about these comparisons between blown turbo nitrous is you're in a turbo car right you need to spool you can't drop it from idle or just off idle you need to sit there and build boost they need to get them on the two-step you know they need to burn the fuel in the exhaust to spin the turbine to make the boost you don't need to do that with nitrous or a blower you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you're you good to go. As soon as you pull up to that start line, yeah. you're good to go, you know? So, anyway, it is... And the other thing is, like, I I personally, from driving the different types of boost, uh, you can pedal nitrous and, and blowers, and it's a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. When they get up on one wheel and stuff like that, that's pretty cool, but you lose that wheel speed with a, um, a turbo car... And I don't know, you're not Mm. going anywhere. But anyway, so who ended up winning? Uh, Birdman. Birdman? Yeah, Birdman against Kai Kai Kelly Kelly. in the final, yep. And how much money were they racing for? That was a big purse that won 60 grand. Wow. Yep. 60 grand. Mm. Almost as much as you get for a burnout comp here in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Look, the average burnout comp now is like a 10 grand deal for the winner it's not a collective thing wow. that's what the winner takes home yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think the burnout guys I mean burnout guys that we do converters for uh, you know I've heard them talk about earning between 50 and 60 grand in the season wow it's crazy eh Where, especially when you consider like how much it costs to run say a door slammer mm. yeah <laughs> and what the price and money the price is price money yeah. <laughs> hence why this is parked up I don't know maybe we should do burnouts in it May be a pretty mean burnout car that one. <laughs> anyway, anyway. As usual mm. every episode there's one form of motor racing that stands out head and shoulders above the rest. It was pretty good. I'll give it that. It was and, awesome. And you know this this uh episode of the Moto GP Yeah uh, once again no matter how much you dislike motorcycle racing no matter how oh, much. Come on. Well, you know, look, there's people out there that, that. No, I'm not saying yeah. you don't, but, oh. but there are people out there that, that you know, go on about, oh, what would you want to, you know, blah, blah, blah. The last turn. <laughs> the last turn, right? And and, Marquez, he has a crack. He's going to have a crack. Right.
0: You knew that was happening, but... Yeah, oh, you, knew, <laughs> you, yeah, was was you knew it was on. It was on.
3: It was on. And. He completely balls it up. He did balls it up, but Divioza had to be onto it as well.
0: He, he, he was smart in positioning himself in a manner that he was able to capitalise on uh, Marquez's balls up on that final corner. Did
3: you? Did you listen to the interview, the post-race I interview? I did. Yeah, yeah. He said he heard him. He yeah. was thinking. He's getting on the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still breaking. Yeah, <laughs> he's behind me and he's getting on the gas. Yeah, he knew yeah. he was going to run wide. Yeah, and he even gave him the flick, the big, the wave there. Yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> like, what are you doing? So during during the race, uh, me and Harry Harry Hague, mm. uh of uh, Aussie Chevelle fame. We're always texting each other, you yeah, because he's a he's a big MotoGP fan, and all I was texting to him was Dovi, Dovi, Dovi. <laughs> it,
0: it was a great win for the Dukes as well.
3: Now um, the the thing is, right? You know, look, I'm a Rossi fan. Mm. Most of my friends are Rossi fans. I think I think you're a bit of a Rossi fan. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Okay, so you always hear him talking about Marquez, Rossi, um, of of Recent times, finales you know um, we don 't hear much about Lorenzo. he actually got up on this race it was he actually he went for a different tire combination mm. and he got the early lead yep. and it actually you saw some of his you know back when he was uh, the rivalry between him and rossi was yeah. was fierce you know um, but you, you know i don't think a lot of people have really been taking. Davizio so seriously and and Ducati. They're sort of like, you know, they're there, they're in that top 10, but, you know, surely now, three race wins, right? The guy has shown he can keep his cool, the bike's consistent, Mm. you know, surely people are going to start taking him seriously.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I I think they should. If they're not, they should be. Well, I mean, look, you know, if, if Honda doesn't want to take him seriously... Good on them. <laughs> mm, yeah, well, we're happy with it as well. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd like to see another Gcaddy Championship. We yep. haven't seen one since Stoner. Mm. and uh, it, it would be uh, it would be incredible for an Italian on an Italian bike to take it out. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. But uh, it was an awesome race. And for anyone that um, that didn't watch it, I'm telling you, you, you really you got to start watching it. There's been look, I, I think this season there's been maybe two races that were like there was still a bit of drama and you know stuff going on but they weren't edge of the seat Mm. but pretty much every single round has been edge of the seat racing it has yeah from wire to wire Look, I think we discussed that other race a couple of weeks ago, where
0: the, the, it was the rain at the start of the race, so they came in for a bike change, a lot of them, and yeah, that that yep. was admittedly a, a pretty boring race. But this one made up for that in spades. Oh yeah,
3: definitely. You know, and definitely. now
0: you know Vignale is sixth in Austria. Uh, is you know it, it, the pressure's on on now. Uh, Divisioso's is now only sixteen points behind Marquez yeah. in the championship, yep. and it's on now. We go to the Britain. For the Silverstone GP there on the 27th. Oh, weekend. and
3: that, that is going to be, I mean, Carl Huge. Crutchlow is going to be, you know, and that's what we've seen. We've seen the Frenchman mm. take the lead in France. Yeah. We've seen the German take the lead in Germany. Surely Crutchlow is going to go for it. Yeah. Oh, of course. He's going to go yeah. for it. That's a nice track. I beautiful think, track. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, I can't wait. I actually yeah. can't wait. It's, it's gonna actually
0: be a-, a big weekend next weekend. We've got the Spa on as well in the Formula One, and that's my that's Bathurst of Europe in my well, in my opinion. But it's that's that's a huge race as well. And we've got this British GP. I, I, I reckon Le Mans would be the Bathurst of. Oh, Spa has just got the the fast turns and the scenic. Yeah, well, Le Mans has it too. But I. It's Le the is, length of the yeah, race, yeah,
3: you know, yeah. the 24-hour the, uh, aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, spa, look, don't get me wrong, Spa, you know, I just, I don't know, man. I, 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 I find it very difficult to get excited with the Formula 1, mm, yep. you know. The V8's the only time we have really anything to talk about is when there's a an incident. incident yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the Formula 1, I mean, you know, I, I just hope that... Uh, Ricardo you know gets gets a good race, you know yeah. what I mean like doesn't yep. get bumped off or anything stupid like that. it's a bit disappointing when you know that that guy's got so much talent mm. and um you know the the Red Bull team, it's not the fastest car out there, yeah you know like compared to the Mercedes uh, and the Ferrari. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. It just, it'd be great if he could get a, uh, a drive. Well, I don't yeah. know what his contract is with Red Bull, whether he's going to be out of contract or not. But It's another year. Another it'd year it'd with Red Bull. it be interesting
0: to see what happens.
3: There, Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got nothing for that.
0: Did you want to go down the rabbit hole? The rabbit hole of WA licensing.
3: Oh, WA licensing. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> So I'm, I'm in a difficult position uh, because I, I don't know what I can and can't talk about without getting sued. But well. <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll just fill everyone in. So an industry an industry representative in inverted mm. uh met with um, a licensing representative mm-hmm. last week, and um, they haven't released it yet. So I don't know if I'm going to get into trouble by saying this, but but basically uh, from what I've been told from when you put in your modification application, you're going to have 12 months to get the job done or else it will not necessarily well, it it won't be extended, you'll have to reapply basically and when you reapply it won't necessarily be approved. If there's a legislation change in between, too bad. Um, They're bringing in, and this is unofficial right, but it's 190 kilowatt per tonne which, you know, when you see what you can buy now mm. in terms of, like, the, the, uh, the GDSR um, and then you can buy the package for the GDSR that bumps it up to some ridiculous, like, I don't know, 500 kilowatts or something stupid like that, yeah. right? It makes me laugh that um, you can get a car that's been crafted, has got massive brakes and everything else, and the state government, in their wisdom decides that 190 kilowatt per tonne is the maximum. But anyway, whatever it is, it is. And uh, basically, uh, they have a very, very poor opinion of anyone who modifies cars. Yeah. And they're just clamping down on it. Now, you're still going to be able to go through the VSB14, uh, but they're going to be a lot stricter and um, put a lot of restrictions. Now, I don't really mind the 190 kilowatt per tonne thing. Because um, considering you have to have a late model motor and a Cobra, it pretty much means that we'll never have to see another Cobra kick car on the road again. <laughs> right? So, so, you know, and, and, and it'll be a bonus if they force people to have to have airbags in cars like that as well, because yeah. <laughs> that'll be ridiculous. No, seriously, seriously. The reason that I'm being so jovial about it is because I have been contemplating this situation for the last you know, couple of weeks and I have contacted people that it affects directly and they have not been willing to get on here and comment for fear of per- pros- persecution. For fear of persecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I kind of understand that. Um, but if you... Th- there's a saying that says that for evil to succeed good men need do nothing and this is a classic example of that so if you genuinely have any care for the modified car scene in this state you need to write to Rita Safiotti, you need to write to the minister and you need to say to her, this is bullshit we are not the hoons it's the the idiot's behind the wheel of the 20 year old v6 commodores that you know light the tires up in the wet it's it's the dumb asses that have got a job that pays way too much for their brain capacity and they buy these stupid cars and then have them modded and and a lot of these cars are the ones that that they're happy licensing because mm. what they're saying is oh if the dealer modifies it that's fine yeah. which like you know, I think it's bullshit. I think there's more skilled workshops out there yeah, that, are, that are doing mods than, you know... But anyway, that's where it's at. Um, unfortunately for the people that are trying to do the right thing, it means that they're, you're limited in what you can do. They're also... The capacity check is going to be a real thing, so if they suspect that your, you know, supposedly 190 kilowatt per tonne motor makes 300 kilowatts per tonne, Uh, you will get capacity checked and you may even be forced to produce dyno, like rear-wheel horsepower dyno figures. But this is all speculative at this stage, Uh, but uh, the reality is there are changes happening. Uh, As far as the stalking people on Facebook claims, Mm. um, they're denying it point blank. Yeah. So if there's anyone out there that has had this happen and you have physical evidence of it, we'd really like you to send it into us uh post it up on our facebook page you know if if you have been targeted then there is there's cause for us to make some noise now the reality is there's been a bit of a movement worldwide now that um is sort of suggesting that protesting does nothing uh if anything it helps justify the idiot rule makers Mm. I don't know how true that is but I'm starting to think that the politicians just do whatever they want anyway and they have relied on the fact that you end up getting so worn out in the fight that when the real fight starts you just give up so I don't know how to tackle this but one thing I really am very very keen on doing is if anyone is involved in the media uh, Rights for the media uh, has any kind of uh, say. Uh, it would be really cool for some some modified car enthusiasts, like they're not not the, the guys that are going to do power skids and that. The guys that have got beautiful uh, cars that they've invested you know hundreds of thousands of dollars into to uh, organize a cruise to go down to readers so that she can meet us and realize that you know we're family people. We got kids and you know we're we're not hoons we um we're the exact opposite we we are going to drive our cars limited days uh, we're going to enjoy them for what they are and and not do anything stupid you know and and those of us that are into you know racing we race at the motorplex yeah. that's that's where we race so you're not going to i mean the, the reality is if you're driving around and and you know you've done this with me, um, and same with a lot of my friends. You're driving around an eight-second street car. You're not the idiot that pulls up next to you in the Lapidor, mm. You're just going to look at him like he's a d- yep. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going to race him. You're not going to. There's no point. You already know that. Yeah. The, you know the 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 possibility of someone pulling up next to you that's going to have a quicker car is you know in the in the lower percentile (laughs) you know what I mean statistically it's not going to happen no that's right so anyway we need to do something because it's just going to get worse and I don't think if this is what we're getting from a Labour government then the Liberals are just going to make it tougher you know and they're going to use the excuse of oh Labour brought it in we're just you know
0: look I don't I don't I don't completely agree there i've found that it's quite the opposite this is a labor incentive and they labor are politically correct and trying to always be seen as doing the pc right thing i've actually written to Rita over a week ago now on behalf of the talking power podcast and talking power media i haven't had a reply now and at the time some people had contacted me and said Can you draft up a letter and put it on Facebook? I wasn't prepared to do that. I thought, no, I'll write for myself. And then if I don't, if it will get a reply and this will be straightened out. That hasn't happened. So now I am inclined to put some sort of template on. It's a fairly generic, straightforward straightforward sort of points that I made and questions that I asked, direct questions. Are we required to be bringing our vehicles in on a yearly check prior to rego? And is there any truth to letters being sent out prior to registration targeting particular cars? I have yet had a reply.
3: I think um, what I'd like to know is what the basis is of this 190 kilowatt per tonne. Where did they pull that figure out? Yeah,
0: that's right. That's, a, that's another good point.
3: You know, because, uh, I mean, let's think about it. An XY, GDHO Phase 3, right? I mean, I don't know if you've driven one, but the brakes are not really that good, Mm, (laughs) right? It's what you'd you'd expect from a 1971 car, okay? Now, I don't know what Ford rated those motors at, but I know that we've had a genuine uh, Phase 3 engine on Mm. the engine dyno, and they make over 400 horsepower, Yeah. right? So when you start looking at that, you know, that car from factory, like... It's well and truly outside of the the, mm. the the parameters there. So I don't know. I just think that um, each car should be judged on a individual basis. Yeah. You know, for yeah. its for its merits. And the reality is, if the speed limit is sixty or eighty or one hundred and ten, then everything beyond that is kind of like they shouldn't be delving into that because what are they? Are they telling us that we have to build like v eight supercars for the road when we're only allowed to travel at those speeds, yeah, you know it's uh I don't know it's just wrong and, and and it's just another case of the government um meddling in things that they should you know really keep their their noses out of, but so anyway, on a better note, have you seen the new combi
0: i have, and i'm not I'm not that. I'm not that,
3: um... Impressed?
0: <laughs> no. I, it's different. Let's put it that way. I guess we've got to be going down that sort of path.
3: It kind of <laughs> looked... To me, it looks like they've crossed a beetle with a combi. Yeah. Made yeah. like a bombi. It does look like that, yeah. Is that, you know, is that maybe the that, Bomb- that <laughs> bombi? That's what they should be called. Bombonieri. <laughs> um, you know, what I, I thought is, uh, if I've got this right, uh, they, they are claiming you can charge it in 30 minutes. Yeah. That is
0: incredible. But look, look at the lithium-ion battery in it. 111 kilowatt-hours. That's phenomenal. 150 kilowatt electric motor. Hang on, they can,
3: they, they could be
0: in jeopardy of not getting on the road in WA as
3: well. No, no chance. No chance. <laughs> VSB. For, it's 150 at each end. It's 300 kilowatts, Nick. Yeah,
1: that's that's, that's what I'm... No chance. No chance. You
3: will not be able to register this under (laughs) VSB14. Reader? Get on to it. (laughs) This is as green as you get, as PC as you get.
0: 160Ks an hour. i tell you. (laughs) It it blew me away when
3: I saw it, but look, I mean, it's... I want to know what it does, 0 to 100 was it in there? Oh, that, they're claiming about five seconds, but uh, you know how how about is it? Yeah, seconds.
0: Yeah, just get on the website and Google it. It's um funny-looking vehicle. I get see. I've never been into the Combi thing, so probably that's why I'm tainted in some ways. Um, you
3: know, you know the irony, right? Mm. So, so. The 21 window, or whatever it is, is the pinnacle of of combi. The split window, yeah, 21 yeah. window. Shit. Where? So was that? Do
0: we need to look? in Now I will tell you what, that scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> yeah,
3: Nick had to go and uh, do a wardrobe change. There, <laughs> I had a wardrobe <laughs> malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> so I aged a couple of years. <laughs> anyway, so the the twenty one window. Yeah, right. Split window, whatever the hell, safari, whatever the hell they call mm. them. Um, I've seen those things go in in excess of three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah the right? big bucks.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. so here's a little bit of a story, right? Mm. My cousins and I, we used to buy them for anywhere from twenty to fifty dollars. <laughs> Right, <laughs> we used to rip the transmissions out of them because yep. they they got reduction boxes. Right, we used to use them in the beach buggies, and um, the rest of them used to either get filled up with rubbish and taken to the tip, or um, used as dog kennels, uh, chicken coops. All yeah, right, <laughs> the amount of those combis that we cut up. So, fast forward to now, my brother's got one. Yep, he's got Is one. He really? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a. It's not a twenty-one window. It's yeah. a. Uh, but it's slammed and it's, you know, yeah, okay. got the, the two litre or whatever. Oh, actually, I shouldn't say that. Well, no, I <laughs> might get knocked back on VSP-14. <laughs> no, it's a 1200. It's a, Actually, it might be an 1100. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, it, it's incredible that they... And, you know, I reckon the reason they're worth so much money is because there's not many of them left because mm. we destroyed so many yeah. of them.
0: Moving on to some sad news, and I, I don't want to dwell on it too long. Um, Saturday evening at Queensland Raceway, there was a roll racing event, um, and tragically, two gentlemen from the Sunshine Coast and Mountain Creek, Kurt Bull and Daniel King, passed away. Is that what they were doing? I didn't realise yeah, that. it was roll racing. So they've hit the wall in their Monaro, um, and... Um, sadly passed um the thing that i was disappointed about was channel 9 now i only comment on their online content they chose to show the aftermath of the incident i i just i just don't get that i really don't i don't i don't need don't understand why there's a need to show that i think if you want to run a story on it that's fair enough um but show the story in the light of these two gentlemen and their their car like I mean they showed some footage of the car at, down at the track as well at the drags but I don't see the need for their a raging inferno on the news I really don't I
3: think um that's just the sensationalism of the modern media Nick it's just the way it is now yeah
0: I don't you know like it's it.
3: kind of like showing the van driving through the crowd um yeah it it it's all a bit Anyway, it's a bit sad. So, uh, anyway. So, the Camry. Yep, there it is. If you're watching the video, it's yeah, it there. right up there. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we haven't really uh, progressed <laughs> with the Camry. I got tied oh, yeah. up um, doing some work for uh, for Scott. I'm actually working for the opposition. <laughs> oh, yeah? You're helping Scott out? Yeah, yeah well, he's a good guy. Yeah, so... Um, uh, we haven't really got any further mm. uh, with it, but but you know, I, I think we both work better under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, hopefully we'll get get to put some hours in soon. Yeah. And um, you know, get it one step closer. Yeah. No, that sounds good.
0: If you are listening or watching, remember the T-shirt competition. Send in your number, players, ideas. That'd be great. If you could do that
3: and if anyone's got any uh, welds to suit a Commodore uh, with the you know the uh, real shallow backspacing uh, we need some light rims (laughs) because we've run out of places to take weight out of this thing. (laughs) That's probably, I mean,
0: that's one of the biggest challenges and I didn't realise what was ahead of us when, when, especially when you dropped the car on the scales the other day and those scales (laughs) told us what the weight of the car was.
3: Because we kind of know that we're limited in how much power we can make and the other problem is it's front-wheel drive so the chances of us actually getting all that power down onto the track are pretty slim. Um, So you're getting it on a diet. You know, like a Honda Civic or something. It was about our only chance, yeah. and uh, we failed dismally at that. So yeah, the weight on oh,
0: no, it. I mean, I don't think there's much more weight we can take out of it. But anyway, we um, we will battle on. We will battle on.
3: So yeah, if you want to donate some welds.
0: Also, if you know of a sponsor that wants to get on board, please let us know. That'd injectors, yep. fuel pumps, SCM. Thanks for your help so far. <laughs> Shift Kits Australia, thanks for your help so Jamie. far. Jamie, Jamie, yep. Um, Keys Transmission, thanks for your help so far, Paul. Uh, Billy Goat Mechanical, thanks, <laughs> thanks for your help. He's so actually
3: far. told me to stop calling him that. Uh, I, thought, did, I
0: thought that was it, that's what he wanted to. Well, go so by. did I. Oh.
3: So did I. So what do we call him?
0: I don't know. Hmm. BG Mechanical. BG, BG Mechanical, thanks for your help, Trevor. Um and yourself as well all fast torque converters obviously thanks for your help I haven't done anything Mm, you've done more than (laughs) enough So, and if you know of anyone that wants to get on board as well, I'm going to, I'm, I am working on some things in the background because we're going to need help to get this over the line. It's not just, it's not going to get there on, on love. That's for sure. As, <laughs> as, as other people think happens. So we really need, um, we're going to need some, some corporate sponsorship of some description. So I'm working on a couple of things. I will keep you all posted because I will need the fans help to make it happen.
3: Also, you know, Nick, if we've got uh any hardcore liberal supporters that that do listen to the show. We do. Yes. We maybe do. maybe we should try and get the opposition like readers the shadow transport minister, minister yeah, yeah the okay. shadow minister for transport that would on work. Yep. and ask them what they would do because I mean, you know, we we nearly uh a year into this one. Mm. So, um, three more years we'll have a chance to vote these guys out if we can get a better deal for the car enthusiasts. I'm going to contact my
0: local member as well. I was told that I should have gone to the local member first and let him or her, without saying too much, contact Rita instead. But I didn't do it that way. I went straight to Rita. But I'm going to go back to my local member. Okay. Reach out to um this is episode 11 lucky 11 lucky 11 lucky 11 lucky 11 well that's about it actually um subscribe to us on itunes podbean soundcloud like us on facebook instagram visit our website and like i said i'll be reaching out to all of you to help us out in the coming weeks we're going to need some corporate help but we're going to do it in a different way we're going to use Facebook and the hashtag um what's just the to, hashtag? we're going to uh, I'll tell you off air as well <laughs> that'll be the other thing i can tell you we going to let the cat uh, out of the bag I've got a little idea anyway <laughs> All right, Simon, thanks for hosting this podcast. Like I said, look at this, look at this thing, mate. It's a
3: beautiful car. We as I said, I don't Yeah, if there's gonna... any Arabs out there that want to sponsor me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> any sheiks. This is a good old Australian car. <laughs> so,
3: still, it's still. So, couldn't, you know, you can't race this in the US. No. No, the no, the rules say it. it has to be US bodied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know what we could do? Mm. We could put a um dare I say it turbo motor in it oh yeah and um, uh, do drag week in it
0: you know what that's probably closer <laughs> to that camera. and this is steel <laughs> <laughs> you know that's probably more doable than the cabri at the moment but anyway <laughs> we'll leave it at that alright Simon thanks
3: uh, we'll catch you in two weeks thanks for having us Nick Take care. See you on the street. See you, guys. Talk and power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.